Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Former Green Bay Packers head coach Mike Sherman. Mike, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Doing well, Coach. First question for you. So we've talked with Antonio Freeman. We've talked with players that have played alongside Leroy as he goes into the Hall of Fame this weekend. How special is it as a coach to see someone that you have coached go into the Hall of Fame? Oh, it's real special. And um, you're not able to win the games that you need to win to be able to be successful as a coach or as a player if you don't have players like Leroy Butler or Antonio Freeman or players like that. So it's great to see that happen. And uh, uh, I'm sure that he was very, I could tell because I was there, he was very excited uh, to be one of the recipients of enshrinement into the Hall of Fame. You know, Coach, Gary Ellison here, as we look back on, Leroy's career we know that there was a he came in as a corner then they moved him to safety then really he could do a little bit of everything what was what kind of set Leroy apart though from a lot of these other guys well uh, he loved I mean absolutely positively loved the game of football he loved his teammates uh he loved the organization uh, and I think th- that trifactor in itself uh, brings you up to another level. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that he played above even his ability. As talented as he was, he was able to play above that. And he actually I always thought, I always thought that great players made other players better. And I thought Leroy, Leroy, excuse me, <laughs> did that uh, when he played. He made other players around him much better because of the way he played and how he approached the game. You know, we talked about that, too, a little bit, and and the the, the study. I mean, a lot of people don't – well, maybe not realize that Leroy was also a guy that that studied a lot of films, studied a lot of his – the, the offenses, and and I was talking to Antonio. Antonio says, you know, he would also study us in in practice and what we were doing. You know, there's no question about that, that, you know, he would – he would try calling out plays we were going to run uh, as we scrimmage each other in practice back when you had had some shoulder pads on more yeah. often than they do today. But, uh, but yeah, he, he was a student of the game. I, I would imagine Leroy as a kid. I know he had some physical disabilities he overcame, but I promise you he was one of those guys. Uh, they didn't have Madden back then, I don't think, when he was uh, just a young pup, but uh, – he played his own form of Madden, I promise you. He uh, he studied the game for a long, long time. And uh, so coming up to the National Football League was uh, was a, a natural occurrence for someone like him who, who has put himself in that position to be one of the very best. Talking with former Packers head coach Mike Sherman here on the Schneider Orange Hotline on the Wendy's Big Show. Coach, you, you came in and worked with Leroy after he kind of established himself as a star in the National Football League. What was your first impression of working with Leroy after coming in and meeting him after he kind of already established himself as one of the better players in the NFL? Well, he was one of the better players in the NFL, and I was a young coach at that time. 
Um, it would have been an old coach today because everybody's so young. But I was, I think it was 43, 44. And uh, let me just say this. Lori Butler helped me more than I helped him. I mean, he uh, he was a leader on the team. Um, I always felt like he had my back in the locker room when anything would come up that would be of uh, a negative nature. And uh, I always appreciated that fact. Uh, he was at the end of his career. I was at the beginning of mine. And, uh, you know, I only was with him for about a year and a half. Uh, then he injured his shoulder. And then he wanted to come back and did everything he could to, to make a return, which would have been his 11th or 12th season. And uh, I said, Leroy, man, you've had a great career. You made a lot of money. You have a beautiful family. Uh, you really don't need to do this. And uh, uh, yeah, I'd recommend you look at it real hard and, and look at other opportunities for yourself because, you know, you've given the game an awful lot. Now it's time to sit back and enjoy it. And he did a lot of soul searching because he really wanted to play and be a part of things. And I wanted him to be a part of it, but it just wasn't worth the trade off. He wouldn't be able to hit a golf club today or play ball with his kids if he had continued playing. You know, because we talked a little bit about that too while we were at the uh, at, at his uh, party that he had that that Saturday night, and, and I thought, you know, for any player though to, to transition like that, and then you can't play anymore because of an injury though. But really though, how difficult was that for you? I mean, I'm I'm sure now, you know, I got to go tell this guy we can't we can't we can't do it. He can't do it anymore. How was that for you as a, as a young coach coming into the NFL? That was one of the most difficult. There were a couple of them, and that was probably the most difficult um, conversation I had uh, with the player concerning it's time to think of other ways to, to make your living. And uh, um, because none of them see it the way you see it, and uh, they've given everything to this this occupation, and uh, they played it since they were little kids uh, all the way up until – they're grown men uh, in their 30s, and uh, they don't normally recognize that it's time. And so someone, it's like Forrest said one time, he said, no one's going to, I'm not going to quit. Someone's going to have to tell me it's all over. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's kind of the same way with Leroy. I mean, uh, I will say this, though, that when we sat and talked about it, you know, and I gave him some other options about helping out coaching and doing some different things, I think that did ease the pain, ease the sting a little bit for him, where he was able to transition on a uh, on an easier level because there were, were opportunities that, that were presented to him that he could possibly take a part in. Was there ever any like when you were an assistant or a head coach where there was a like a aha moment that? This guy is really good. We're talking about Leroy Butler. Any particular plays that he made in any game where you go, man, that that I don't see that every day. You know, I think you know, and you, people would always ask again the same thing about Brett Favre. You know, and and with Brett, you would see plays in practice that you'd see in the games, and you know, a great play is a great play, regardless right. of where you are. If you're on the practice field, uh, inside Lambeau Field, on, if you're on Lombardi Avenue, a great play is a great play. And um, I saw a lot of great plays out of Leroy in practice. And uh, so when he made them in the games, it really didn't surprise me because I had already seen him do things like that or close to that. And, um, you know, and that that's who he was. I mean, he was a practice player, a game player. 
and uh, he showed the younger guys uh, how to play the game. You know, real quick, you talk a little bit about your offenses that you had, though, in Green Bay, though. We're b- very prolific offense. Your, your run game was absolutely incredible. You had Amon Green. You had a lot of great memories there in Green Bay. I did. You know, and I think one year we we set the Packer record for passing, uh, and then the next year we set it for rushing or vice versa, I forget. So uh, we were very balanced as what we were able to do, and uh, – and it makes us to be a harder team to defend. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. I'm coaching offense with Bert Favre, quarterback, and I'm agreeing at running back and the other assortment. Uh, and that offensive line that we had early on up until 2005 uh, was really a special group of guys that had fun playing collectively. There wasn't one great player, but there were collectively they were, they were a good group. Uh, they ran the football well and they protected their quarterback extremely well. Coach, I appreciate you coming on today. Nice meeting you uh, this weekend and your grandson. I think he got all the ice cream that he could handle. <laughs> yeah, so his grandfather. So, uh, <laughs> he wasn't, so he wasn't the only one, unfortunately. But, yeah, it was great great seeing you this week, past weekend. It was a great event. Uh, I thought Lord did an excellent job representing himself in front of a lot of people. You know, he, he can kind of go on and on, but uh, – he didn't. He didn't do that. He kind of said what he had to say, and but uh, I was real proud to see him up there, and and happy for him and his family to to be acknowledged as such. So enjoyed the opportunity to meet you, and yeah. uh, we'll do it again sometime. Absolutely, Coach. Real quick, one one last one for you here. What was your favorite moment from over the weekend? Uh, yeah, my favorite moment was just being with my being with my grandson. Uh, you know, he's uh, Zach Taylor's son from Cincinnati. And uh, uh, just being with him and talking to him about the game and about, you know, how, how you do stuff and how you represent yourself and be able to listen to these guys with him and say, okay, did you hear what, did you hear what he said and uh, what that means? And so I guess being with him and, and, and watching him absorb some of the – I'm sure there was a time there he was rolling his eyes back and said <laughs> kind of tired with it, but that's worse up for some other people. But uh, – uh, but I, it, it was the lessons he was hopefully picking up every once in a while, listening to different great players and great men talk. Coach, appreciate the time today. All right, me, appreciate it as well. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 